first rule in grip sport is you tell everyone about grip sport. You're crushing pinch grip, thick bar, wrists. If the best guy in the world can't lift 100 pounds on it, I, I don't give a shit about it. Welcome back to another episode of The Grip Show. I'm joined today by Vinny Revelis and Hello. Ronnie Bossy. And if you guys could, just uh, we're doing a recap for Stronghold 2023, but I just want you guys to kind of give a brief intro uh, of just maybe a quick background of you know each of your guys' experience with grip sport or maybe some lifting stuff in general, and then we'll kind of roll into the competition from there. But yeah, just quick quick intro so everybody knows who a lot of people already know, but if they don't, we'll give them a quick rundown. Sounds good. Vinny, I'm going to yield to you if that's all right. Okay. Um, I came through the back door. Most people got into grip because they were already lifting and they wanted to grip more, right? I think they wanted to get better grips and that's why they get into it. I got into grip first and I never did lifting ever. And I still don't. So I'm a, I'm a little different from most people that way, but I, I went to an arm wrestling comp and I got destroyed, but they had grippers there and I tried them and I was like, oh, I like this. And I wound up getting onto the grip board. And then some people said, why don't you go to Queens? There's some guys who work out. And before I could even figure out who they were talking about, Anton, who's one of the Queens grip guys, messaged me and said, I should come and work out with them every Saturday. Never met these people, right? So I just showed up and started working out with them. And I never stopped. I just kept going every week after that. So nice. And that's exactly the kind of way that everybody in grip sport has been since I mm -hmm. started. So I just got kind of like mentored all over the place. I was 48 years old at the time now, I'm 54. And um, I, I learned everything about grip from there without ever doing lifting, you know, so mm -hmm. I came in sort of that back door. And the one thing that I think I was pretty good at that kind of kept me in, it was grippers. So that's where I started. And that's the thing I always focused on. And that's the one thing I really have trained the whole time, because I don't always do other stuff. I don't mm -hmm. always train, but but grippers, I never really stopped, except for like a couple of months here and there. Um, so certified on the COC3 and a couple of the other grippers like GHP and stuff. And um, and that's always been my focus. So when I go to comps, I'm usually drawn by gripper events. And, and by the way, I know Zach doesn't love grippers. So, but, oh, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of neutral with it. I'm, I'm kind of neutral okay. with it. I'm not, I'm not the greatest at them, but I, I don't mind them. I'm not, I'm not like anti-grippers. So um, yeah. It's I'm what drew me in, but I, I don't think that they're like special or better than anything else, but it's just what drew me in. And I've always felt at home there, but mm -hmm. I, I like pinch a lot too. That's, mm -hmm. that's one of my better areas. And, and uh, I like the things that don't focus as much on the big weights, the things that are more about your hand. Mm -hmm. um, those are the ones that I find more interesting and, and more my style and that I get more into. So, um, you know, you like what you're good at usually. All right. And then Ronnie, for you, you might uh, have kind of the opposite of that because you have a background in powerlifting. And then I'm, I'm assuming you probably were powerlifting before you did uh, anything grip sport. I, I assume. Is that accurate? Yeah. Well, I started as a very, very novice uh, rock climber years ago. And I'm talking, you know, bouldering mostly. <laughs> so uh, I did that for kind of a long, long time and my teens into my mid, I let's say mid twenties. Um, but I've always kind of touched weights. I've always loved it. Like there was, you know, <clears throat> I, to the detriment of my poor dad, I had this little, you know, I grew up in the seventies, you know, as a kid, just like Vinny and we had this little metal shed and inside the shed, my dad let, let me have a bench with the old sand weights, you know, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The plastic oh, yeah, trays. Yeah. 
So inside of it, one of my buddies with orange uh, spray paint, spray painted rugged Ronnie's home gym. So, yeah. So, uh, so since I was 11, <laughs> I've been touching weights. Um, I always looked like a Backstreet Boys younger sister, basically, um, until I started learning that, you know, you really have to eat to grow. Um, so I, um, you know, in the Portland area, you know, that, that's where I'm from. I found uh, this powerlifting gym and it was basically modeled after after Westside. It was, it was really rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved it. So, you know, fast forward a bunch of years later. Um, yeah, I got into that, did a bunch of comps, um, learned. I've always been a smaller guy. You know, I've learned as much as I could possibly learn. So I was at least smart enough to know, you know, pay attention to what the the more experienced, stronger guys are doing. Uh, do what they do. If it works for me, great. If it doesn't pivot. But um, you know, and I was, uh, the first one at comps to be called. And then I was sort of the third one and the fifth one and whatever, you know? So, but it did, it's always taken me a long, long time, uh, to work up. And I was, you know, I was never, I never had a really impressive number. Uh, but for me, you know, drug free at 40, um, uh, just under two, 200 pounds, I had a pretty decent squat, um, and okay pull and, um, you know, so it wasn't until later I really started putting on weight. Um, but that was kind of my thing. Uh, grip. I've always enjoyed enjoyed grip um, and always enjoyed it. And I actually stumbled across the grip board. I forget exactly what. I don't know if it was 2010 or 2013. I want to say it's 2013 rings a bell. Um, but it was when you know, Jed and Adam, uh, I think Cody was on there at the time, you know, a bunch of guys. And then later, you know, Delmar Carter and, you know, all those dudes. Um, but, but I was, man, I was immediate, I was in, instantly hooked. So for me, grip is kind of an interesting path. I, I don't have big hands, but you know, they're, they're okay, but, uh, they're eight inch, I think. So it's good enough. Um, I later learned that you don't really need them. You know, it certainly helps. But, mm-hmm. but um, you know, just like Vinny, that community was like nothing else. You know, strength, sports community in general, uh, strength, fighting, that's, you know, that sort of thing is a really tight, tight group. And that's what really kind of drew me in and sort of kept kept me in. But GRIP specifically, it's a pretty unique um, group of welcoming people. I mean, I can sort of go on and on, but, um, I, I focus on it today, but I'm still really in love with the overall kind of multi-joint lifts. Um, you know, and today basically I'm a strength and conditioning coach. I've been doing that for quite a while. Um, and to see people that come into my gym and see all the things with, you know, whatever, whatever it is, they're like, Hey, that's, that's pretty neat. So be able to, so I, I try to, you know, on your show, I think it's Jed that says, you know, the number one rule to grip sport is tell everybody about it. Well, that's, that's me. I'm not a particularly strong lifter in anything. So I always kind of wonder like, how am I in the middle of the mix, you know, with all these people, it's like, I know how to bring people together. I know how to encourage, I know how to inspire, you know, and I'm really good at that. And I know how to make something, look shiny and like attractive, you know? Um, so people, people love it, man. You know, it, it, it's like riding a bike, like, you know, it's accessible to literally anybody. Yeah. So, yeah. You promoted the comp. Great. 
I mean, the 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 lead up to it, seeing all of your posts on Facebook before it, every everything was set up well, and you know, it was so well done. It's like you always do it. I know you're not that experienced with it, but it was really good. So to hear that was uh, was really incredible. And I'm, you know, I again, I so I know a lot, a lot of people, and I, I'm like, who's better at this, you know, you know, uh, than I am. And I go and, you know, talk with them. I have a lot of powerlifting competition experience. So I kind of know the general flow of it. Um, but also, you know, a lot of like, you know, strongman comps. And then talking to a lot of people who've run grip grip comps. Um, and my number one thing, you know, is like, I want to make this as enjoyable for the competitors as I possibly can. What do they need? What do they look for? So I I was talking to people, you know, behind the scenes for months. Like, what would you like to see differently? Um, what is it that that I can do? And I probably, you know, stressed out different people asking them so many questions and, you know, multiple texts and phone calls to, you know, Jed. I'm like, how do I do this? He's like, bro, it's simple. I'm like, all right, well. And uh, so he was uh, patient. A lot of people were, you know. Um, but I, I used, uh, you know, other, other people and, and somebody put it really well, the closer it gets to a contest, the more sped up things seem to be, uh, you know, like I said, I definitely learned some things that I can, you know, uh, uh, improve upon for next year. But my number one goal, man, was like, make this as enjoyable as it can. Cause like, look, I'm way out in the middle of nowhere. It's like, why, why do I want, why are they going to want to come, come up here, you know? And, you know, for you three guys, you know, Tony, um, uh, Tim and you, Vinny, it's like you saw it as like a road trip with a few buddies. And that was perfect. You know, and, you, and the, the other thing that I got to say is like you guys brought up some stuff to be a part of the comp for like the medley and, you know, a yeah. couple of a couple of grippers and things. And even, you know, you, Vinny, some things for me to take a look at and buy, uh, which I was extremely, you know, thankful for um really really helped every little thing made it you know ev everything um so i'm a big believer that like gratitude goes a long long you know a long long way so somebody does something for you may make them make it obvious that you're grateful for it so i really tried to kind of make that known you know every single person even those poor loaders and like handlers you know one of them was they did was a great job Oh man, they were thrown in the fire and they worked it right out. Um, yeah. So uh, I appreciate that. All right. So real quick, you kind of mentioned, you know, being out in the middle of nowhere. Um, <laughs> Cause you pretty much just run down like where you are located and kind yeah. of where the, where the competition took place. And as far as like, I guess like your venue selection. So more just like, you know, city state and then a little bit more detail, maybe just kind of break down. Um, and, and Vinny, you can jump in on this too, but you know, just, what the overall like venue looked like, you know, Hey, we first walked in and this is kind of why I did what I did or this, is how it was set up and just give us a, uh, you know, a couple details on that. Sure. So uh, Fort Fairfield, Maine uh, it's at the top uh, 10th of Maine, I suppose, you know, it's really, okay. really up. You can go another hour. I mean, Maine is kind of a long state from, you know, mm -hmm. uh, South to North, but um, it's, it's pretty damn far. Um, so, and there's not a lot here. Like I found basically every single meathead that lives around, you know, around here <laughs> sort of rallied them all together. And I'm I texted Ronnie to ask him if there was a good place to get some food right after we weighed in. He's like, 
no, there's really no place to eat here. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's that kind of town. It's kind of small. Yeah, yeah. I'm from New York. Like you can yeah. walk outside and you find stuff to eat, like you know, on the corner. But yeah, uh, yeah. No, I mean, you know, you know, Portland, where I'm from. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, um, so I had it at my gym the first year, which was 2021, and actually Emmett Salmon won that won that one. Um, and uh, my my gym is tiny. You know, it's in my garage. Uh, it's not insulated. <laughs> Um, there's, it's, um, it's amazes me how much I've been able to cram in that little space. So the first year there was eight, uh, uh, competitors and dude, like nobody could, could move. Um, everybody had, had, had fun, you know, cause I, I, um, I know how to make, make things fun. Um, but this year I'm like, no, I, I, especially if anybody's going to drive and travel, I want it to be at a big spot. So I talked to people, uh, I got the local rec center, which is basically an old, you know, you know, gymnasium. Uh, and that was perfect for a number of reasons. One, the space, yeah. you know, two, like everybody's voice, you know, carried. So, you know, would a mic have, have been helpful? Sure. Was it, was it necessary? No, you know, we, uh, worked, worked it out. Uh, my poor wife was, you know, calling out names and, uh, you know, attempts and things. And she had to be a little bit l uh, louder, but. So, you know, I'll let Vinny talk about his experience of sort of, you know, walking in and what his uh, uh, perspective was. But, you know, basically I, I wanted there to be room and I wanted there to be set up chairs, you know. Um, yeah, there was I'm room. Cool. yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm I'm cool if it's in somebody's somebody's garage or like a welding shop or whatever. That's actually cool. But I'm like, I want to get as many people here as I can. Local people, just, to, you know, whatever. Um so I wanted to make sure again, like there was, when you came in, my way of saying thank you was like a, you know, you know, swag, swag bag. Sure. The other thing that I learned is like put people's names on the back of shirts next year, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, pizza, food, snacks, drinks, you know, all, all that stuff. Um, I really wanted to make sure, you know, and everything was sort of laid out in pretty organized fashion. So, and Vinny can speak to his experience, but when you walk, walk in as a, as a competitor, I want it to be obvious. Uh, the, you know, weigh in table is here. The trophies are here. The shirts are here. The stage is here, all that, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. It was nice when we showed up, um, we didn't really know exactly what to expect. We knew it was at a rec center because the name of it, but we didn't know what the sport fair, they don't have food. So what would they have for rec center? So, so we, we showed up and, and it was a pretty decent sized gymnasium. He had like the equivalent of a stage. It wasn't raised up, but it was like a mat and it was an area that was clearly the focus um, with the, the setup. And uh, there were the tables on the side for the registration and they had the goodie bags. I couldn't believe the goodie bags had things in it that like you really wanted because you know, sometimes you just get like a you know a bag of crap, but this this was like stuff you would actually maybe buy. There was a gift certificate to Subway, a gift certificate to the restaurant we all went to later. There was a Canon Powerworks skeleton key block set, um, which are you know those are seven bucks, and I've actually bought those in the past. So these are things like you want, um, and uh, and so that was kind of nice. Some protein things that maybe were donated to get people into protein stuff, and that was fine. Um, and uh, so so I appreciated that the T-shirt. I don't even remember buying that. Maybe I bought it or maybe it was part of the registration, but that, that was nice. 
It was a nice yeah. T-shirt. I was happy to get that. Uh, the thing you said about the names would be nice, but I, mean, I wasn't thinking about that. But that's actually a pretty cool idea. Um, mm. But uh, so I took off my my habitual white tiger shirt and put on the comp T-shirt, so we would all match. I like yeah. that. Um, it, it was good. It was good. We were very happy when we got there. We were a bit overwhelmed with how professional it felt. Like this is like a serious comp. And mm. we didn't come specifically for that, even though, you know, we came really, as you said, a road trip. But um, it turned out that it felt like a real comp, like, you know. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So with that being said, like I said, you kind of have set the scene and everybody kind of, at least I can, I can kind of visualize, you know, walking into it and everything and uh, all that. Now with um, there oh, being wait. eight. He had spectator oh, yeah. seats, but not just the seats. He had spectators were there to watch us. You don't yeah. always get that at a yeah, restaurant. There, there, yeah. there were people there watching. All right, go on. Sorry. No, yeah, it's, yeah. it's usually the yeah. competitors kind of cheering each other on or right. you know, watching. So to actually have people that are like, hey, I'm actually here just to watch. That's oh yeah. You know, I'm that not, always makes it better. I'm that annoying guy that it's like, if I want something to happen, I will make it happen. So I, I literally saw this big gorilla at a gas station once when I was at a <laughs> when I was at gym. And I'm like, hey man, you look like you lift. Like, who does that? You know? I'm like, hey man. <laughs> Know, you know you look like you left he's looking at me like what does this dude want he's like yeah kind of you know i'm like hey you should come to the powerlifting gym blah 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 and you know i left like a giant dork and a week later he show, shows up mm-hmm. three or four years later he's still at that gym and i watched him smoke 775 on his second attempt like it was nothing so you never know, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm good with looking like a weird random dork. If it gets somebody into the sport, whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, the 775 you're referring to, is that what, was that a deadlift? Deadlift. Sorry. Yeah. No, no I, I was just going to like, yeah, I was just clarifying like, curl. Okay. but yeah, right. Single arm yeah. curl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, Harold. <laughs> but yeah, what I, what I was mentioning um, was that, you know, this would be the second one that you've put on and you mentioned the first one having eight people um, around. What was the overall turnout for this one? Uh, 15. Okay. And that's, I mean, that's about the same we had for heavy hands. I mean, wow. like, you know, we yeah. went with out of state lifters and I felt like, you know, we had some cancellations and stuff, but I mean, that was a pretty decent you know a pretty decent sized comp with a pretty good atmosphere so it's like i can just picture that same thing up there you know and yeah. and probably a a little bit more of a harder area you know on on the map you know to, to get sure. people there so you you know hats off to you for getting getting that done and uh, getting those people in that room um and then well i mean i get i get to give it up to the to the uh grip board like what a platform that is, honestly, you know what I mean? It's like, cause you can, you can connect with people obviously from like all over the world. And it's like, uh, you know, if you frame things nice enough, you never know. And it's like, what, what a, what a great, you know, you know, platform it is. And it's like, everybody knows, no doubt that Matt's going to do awesome with it. You know what I mean? So I've, you know, and the funny thing is like, I've, so I've been buying and selling stuff, you know, on there for years. Well, what I didn't, didn't realize until either meeting them or kind of recently is like, you know, in like uh, Texas, I've either bought or sold or both from Tony, from Vinny and Tim for like ye- years, okay. you know, it's like, oh, yeah. without knowing I, that this was the same person we were dealing with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And my name on the, on the grip board has changed. It was like, it was Jethro one or whatever. And I, I have no idea why that's like the dumbest name. Uh, you know, <laughs> for years and it's like that was me 
Um, and I changed to like, you know, you know, a rustic barbell recently, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm like, no. so, so to meet them is cool. And, you know, and I mean, like they couldn't be more solid, you know, I mean, boy, you guys were amazing. Thank you. So another thing I would like to note is that um, you had a decent amount of uh, teen participation. So you have some, uh, you know, you have some younger, maybe upcoming lifters or people that, you know, probably already strong for their weight and, you know, for their age, but they might be the future of the sport or something, you know, down the road, you know, getting into it this early. I mean, I've like, you guys are both mentioning, you know, getting into grip, you know, kind of a little bit later. I didn't really find out about it until I was almost 30 or pretty much 30. So, I mean, it's, you know, I can only imagine if I found out about some of this stuff at 15 and had like 15 years under my belt right now, that would be pretty awesome. We're 35. Yeah. (laughs) 40. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I I just think that's worth uh, noting too, because one of the things we kind of talk about a lot with uh, grip sport and more participation at these events is, you know, more, more female competitors, but you know, youth competitors or you yeah. know the, the teenage yeah. type divisions that's uh that, that's another kind of uh i i guess like another section that maybe gets overlooked a little bit but if you have you know younger athletes that you're working with and they're training you know why not get them in there and have them take some polls you know exactly man i so i do get the the i get like i get the honor man you know anybody that works with anybody to ha- try to help them with any sort of a self development whatever that you know discipline looks like um, you know, help them to write a, re- a better resume, whatever it is, um, make it, make it attractive, uh, encourage them and do that over and over and over, you know? And it's like, so I, I get to work with these, with these kids, you know, everybody from, uh, you know, 68 year old lady that's had a couple of strokes to a teenage kid that ripped 315 off the floor, weighed weighing 125 pounds. Like, mm-hmm. so I, to me, that's really, really awesome. And so that was kind of an easy buy-in for them because I already had a relationship with them. Um, and, uh, you know, you put enough honey on something and, you know, you know what I'm saying? So um, to watch them in the competition with other people, you know, like, like, like Vinny and, and Tony and Tim and Emmett and, you know, some of the other guys, watch them all do these big things. I mean, that, that gripper clothes, you know, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, watching them, you know, do that stuff. And then the medley too, like that, I mean, that, that was a perfect event for people of all skills. Like I wanted something that at least somebody, it, it, at least everybody could get something, but it wasn't a total smoke show either, you know? Oh, it was and, great that Tim went last. That was awesome. <laughs> that was the perfect ending the cop because of course well we'll get there yeah yeah exactly and then real quick um uh ronnie could you just run through um i guess what the events what what the actual events were no problem just kind of the events and maybe in order um or like i said even if the order is maybe a little out of place but just kind of cover you know what was contested and then we might look at kind of uh you know breaking down you know how people's performances were through that but just so we at least know kind of what what was, you know, what lifts were being held and all that stuff. We, we mentioned a medley there and some grippers, yeah. but sure. Yeah, so so whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. So I opened with the, uh, grippers, uh, you know, four, four attempts of that. So these were all four, four attempt, uh, lifts, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, 
and uh you know all of this stuff except for the grippers and some of the medley stuff uh you know like lucas raymond made um which is which is awesome uh two by five saxon bar was the second uh one hand uh, nightmare i did the two inch i kind of wanted to take hand size out of the equation yeah. um so the one-handed uh two inch napalms uh, nightmare was third the inch pinch was fourth just because that hasn't been contested a hell of a lot yet um and uh you know a nod to Vinny for uh convincing me to keep it in so thank you for that um and a medley at, at the end so that was a that was a three minute medley you know i didn't know so i've never done a, a medley before and i didn't have a heck of a lot of space i basically had four four stall mats and like a big square mm -hmm. um so you know i wanted to have enough uh different you know implements there and i didn't realize until the very end and counting up the scores uh so tim and Vinny brought a bunch of blobs you know block weights and things uh, uh, you know because i was like hey wouldn't it be cool to have like a run you know like a load mm -hmm. load load run so as as a part of it so we did that so including uh the blobs and the block weights there was 23 items which okay, i didn't that, realize that's a good medley i mean that's yeah yeah and it you know yeah, and Vinny brought cards, and um, and uh, <laughs> we'll get to that too. Um, so yeah, those were the the different events. Okay, and then um, like I said, we could we can kind of go however you guys would like. Um, do you do you want to start in a certain spot? Maybe just start with the first event and kind of go like chronologically, kind of through. Would that be easier to kind of uh, do yeah, like, you know. Yeah. So the grippers, um, you know, there was enough people there that had really next to or zero experience with them. So I kind of mentioned everybody in the uh, rules meeting um, that, you know, anybody that needs help with setting them or whatever, you know, I can help. Vinny can help Tim, uh, Tony, mm -hmm. um, you know, those more experienced guys can help them with sort of setting them and also knowing what attempts to pick. Cause I was, I, I lost my head judge. Uh, unfortunately, he had a prior event. Um, so I was the one that had to be the judge. I was hoping to be the one kind of floating and schmoozing and, you know, and uh, talking. But, but I got to be honest, being, being the judge for it was kind of a gas. Like, I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. um, and so they were, there was enough people there to help with guidance uh, with those. So, um you know, one of my, so, so I have twins. Um, one was uh, loading and helping out. And the other one was actually in the event, uh, uh, Logan. So Logan bossy, um, you know, he has been able to work with me, but he's, he's brand, brand, you know, uh, brand new. So he had a 62 close. Um, Christy Russell, she was, uh, she was the one female there. I got to really try um, a little bit harder next year to get a little more females there and hopefully a few more teens, but um, she had a 63 close. And, um, Those and then, are not bad closes for people that don't do grippers. Yeah. yeah that's not yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, not, that's like probably right there. I mean, um, if you're talking like in the sixties, I mean, that, that's almost uh, maybe on the lower end for a COC one or sure. yeah, or a half. It's a half point five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, the good thing is uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a gear nerd. So I basically have them from 26 to 211 in really small jumps, you know, mm -hmm. until it gets heavy. Yeah. I think I think I have them in basically five pound jumps. I wish I had smaller, but 
basically five pound jumps up to like uh, 180. And then it goes from 180 to two two eleven. But well, one of the reasons that we uh, asked you in advance about the which grippers you had, I, I texted Ronnie to ask him because uh, I was thinking, you know, like about trying to get a PR, and I wanted to know if there was anything in the high one sixties because my PR previously was one sixty five. So I texted, and he had a one sixty five, and then a one seventy three, and I'm like, yeah, oh, because like I'm yeah. not going to PR by eight. You know, yeah. so I, I was kind of hoping there'd be something more. So I asked if we could bring grippers to fill in any gaps or maybe running a volunteer. So Tim had a 170 tedding that we brought to uh, add into the mix, yeah. which made it like something more attainable than a 173 COC 3.5, which was a right. big jump. Yeah. You know? So it was nice that you let us add something to, to make that the was gap a little smaller. For that, was, was that a 20 millimeter or 30 millimeter block uh, set? 20. 20, okay, yeah. so 20 millimeter block set. I, I was just double checking because I know there's another competition um recently AGP was yeah AGP it was a 30 so um yeah it kind of goes back and forth depending on who's hosting or how they do it so uh yeah okay yeah I was, I was just just that was that was just a mental note for me I guess it's not, right. not not the and most then, important detail but yeah. and then Tim also brought uh like a 141 or something because I had a 140 I guess they're pretty tough to find uh look man a giant shout out to Matt for for my bazillion messages that I send him about ratings and grippers and all, yeah. all that and He's been incredibly helpful, but um, I, he basically said, you know, get like a 131, 132, whatever. And then I'll, you know, and then I'll file it for you. So I do have a 140, but um, Tim actually gave me some really good uh, advice. He's like, when it's filed, it's much more difficult to close because you got to make sure that the set is like spot, spot on. So I'm like, all right. So he brought his one, you know, 141, which was, which was awesome. Um, so, you know, Around the teens, they were, again, you know, the 50s area, uh, you know, right around there, 72, uh, right around. And then another teen got a 72 close, you know, Ben Chartier, uh, which was which was really, really cool. He's been working with me for a while. Um, he's kind of taller and skinnier, but he's got good sized hands and and uh, he listens really, really well. So he's he takes his time and he's patient. Cause like, as you guys know, this, this, this is a patient thing and some things are more technical than others. And as I've learned o over the years, you know, grippers are, you know, how you set them is everything. So, oh, yeah. um, and then it kind of obviously, you know, goes up from there, but I got to say, you know, the majority of people made them and there, there wasn't with the exception of a couple of people, there weren't really big jumps you know, and the, and the couple that had really big jumps just didn't have, a, uh, you know, uh, experience with it, but, you know, gauge the pattern, I think he weighed in at like 126 or something, um, had, you know, had an 89 close. So yeah. that was, okay. that was awesome. You know, that's really and then, good. yeah. And then other people who've like never done any of, I mean, you know, there's going to be a bunch of highlights later, but, uh, that have never done anything. We're, we're really stoked at, you know, how they did. And, and I got a lot of fee feedback from one, you guys that came, which because you were all like really encouraging them. I was hearing like constantly, you know, you guys encouraging the other people as they were getting up to do the medley or do the Saxon or whatever. And that was really, really cool for me to hear because um, they weren't, you know, they, they were they were new. They were shy, you know, maybe 
uh, not that, you know, you know, company yet. and for you guys to see like little hidden talent in, in there and then to kind of a- amplify that, you know, well, also, let me, let me add, like when people are thinking about going to their first grip comp, as I know, because of course, once I thought about going to my first grip comp, they're like, you know, I'm not ready or I don't know enough. Yeah. I'm out of place. I don't belong there. But the thing is, I was upset when I went to my first grip comp that I hadn't gone to the last one that I had a chance to go to before that. Because I was like, oh, I should have just gone to the first one I ever heard about. You know, it's, yeah. it's friendly, mm-hmm. it's easy, it's open. So you want people to feel that kind of welcome, like, oh, I should come to these. I belong here. Yeah. And so I'm grateful for that. Thank you. Um, yeah. So then, uh, again, I mean, honestly, you know, most everybody made them. There was a New Brunswick dude that came that kind of reached out to me. Um, he's never done any of this stuff and absolutely loved it, you know. Um and uh was that tim was that tim bossy no that was uh uh adam uh dixon okay uh, okay tim tim bossy is from a little bit south of here two two or three hours south uh he is a bodybuilder guy getting ready for a show in uh april um and uh yeah i know him you know through the whole uh kind of local strength uh, uh community um and then Tony, you know, one uh, one thirty close. Uh, that was really yeah. what what. So I don't have. I, I I won't say I have a ton of experience with seeing grippers closed. This isn't the right word. You'll know the spirit of it, but correctly in front of me, you know. Um, yeah. Tony Tony had a really nice set. Like the way he set it was was awesome. I'm like so. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then Tim had a had a really nice one, you know, one fifty close, and he made some fairly big jumps. You know, obviously he knows what he's doing, so uh, yeah. you know he went from a one forty to one forty five to a one uh, to a one fifty, uh, and got it. You know, and you know, Vinny had mentioned some of the closes. You know, may seem to may seem a little bit quick, uh, and they definitely were. I I have. Like I have an eye, man, you know, and I'm moving around and I'm like getting, getting right, you know, right down to it. So the second that I see it close, it's like, it's good, you know? Um, and then, uh, Vinny, you want to, you want to hit on yours? Well, yeah. So I actually thought it was funny because everybody's starting really low because they didn't know grippers. And then when Anthony and you started everybody in the order from the lowest first try up, so that whatever you were going to attempt was how you decided when you were going to start. So Anthony comes in at 105, which he was the first person over 100. And I heard the audience going, ooh, over 100, you know, <laughs> this is a big deal. You know, I knew that that was something Anthony could go do in his sleep and that he would do yeah. more than that. Um, but they weren't expecting to hear those big numbers. So so he started with that. And uh, and then uh, Tim started, I think, around 130 or 140. I forget where he started, but he ended on 150. So yeah. I almost felt like, guilty going in and starting on the 159 you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. um but i had known that i had gotten 160 at the agp comp with a 30 millimeter so i mm-hmm. figured I'm, i've been training yeah. i don't think i'm any worse i might be better so i figured i can start at 159 for 20 millimeter if i got 160 with 30 millimeters so that was safe and uh, and i got it um and then for the second i was looking at a 165 coc 3.5 or a 170 tedding and i'm like I just go for the tanning, you know, it's a little more narrow and, and I have a 165 3.5 at home and it's like right on the limit of what I can do. So, so I thought, let me try the 170. 
see what happens. Mm-hmm. And and I got it, and I didn't know if I would or not because I hadn't tried that gripper before. But it probably is a little easier than a three point five. I just, or at least for me, because headings somehow just work for me. You know, everybody has their feelings. Some people like GHP. Mm-hmm. You know, just it's what you like. But um, so it, it was a gamble, and I'm glad Tim brought it because I didn't get the one seventy three when I tried that for my third attempt, and I wasn't gonna. You so. were you were close though. Closer than I deserve to be because I, I was surprised <laughs> at how close, but but it wasn't going to happen. Like like I <laughs> yeah. didn't even do a fourth attempt because yeah. I knew that it wasn't going to happen. It right. was a waste of like hurting myself for future events, you know. So I yeah, just yeah. stopped after three. Yeah, yeah I got so, what I came for. Like I I, I, I wrote this in the write up. I would have agreed to take a zero on everything else if you told me in advance I could have that one seventy. But yeah. then, of course, after I got it, I'm still going to try. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you and I. Back. People talked about this on the phone for a second, but you, I gotta, if not now, later, but I gotta just take just a 30 seconds and talk about that write up. Like, that was really enjoyable for uh, me to read that write up that you wrote, Vinny, you know, post post comp, your uh, uh, perspective. Dude, I was like, I'm sitting here at breakfast and I'm reading this and I'm following this story. And I like kind of wanted it to go on, you know, like you wanted to know what was. <laughs> happen next like you got to do a lot of writing for a you know for a living or something it was just really really cool and then zach's like yeah he's you know he's usually does that you know once in a while and uh that was really enjoyable reading that and the very last the very last sentence was probably my you know my my favorite part (laughs) the moose and the bear yeah yeah (laughs) thanks thanks so yeah so Vinny, that gave you the event win by a pretty big margin on that one you know, Tim being 150 and then you hitting the 170. And I know, I know it's kind of funny. You're joking about almost feeling bad coming in and opening above everybody, but it's always nice when you can basically have everybody else out of the way and they've kind of, you know, maxed out. And then you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm done warming up now. I'll open. <laughs> that's a, that's a good start to any competition. So you got off, uh, you know, you got off to a great start and, uh, you know, so what was your thought process going into uh, the next event? having that big win there. Well, well, I actually came there thinking like, I can probably win the gripper event. Cause like, I'm a little cocky about grippers, but you know, for my size, I'm pretty good. So I, so I thought I might win the gripper event, but I didn't go in thinking, Oh, I'm going to win this comp or anything like that. So when I did the second event and I started doing bigger pulls than I thought on the Saxon, I'm like, wait a minute, this is two events I might win. You know, yeah. This this starts to get real because that's not like I'm not usually going in thinking about the comp. I'm going in thinking about just my PRs. Mm-hmm. Um, but but so I I was pulling pretty well on the Saxon bar. Um, so so yeah, that, that like, somewhere after that event, I started thinking about the comp, and not just about an event. Yeah. Okay. Do we have any other surprises? Maybe on the uh, two inch Saxon, maybe some people that. Uh pulled some notable lifts or maybe something that kind of stood out. Um, and, and like I said, it could be even a new person who, uh, you know, yeah. yeah. Hold something uh, good. Teenagers for, did for well. The teenagers did well. They, they did, you know, Ben, Ben Chartier, uh, 130 pounds on it. Um, he's had some time. Um, he's had some time on it, you know, with, uh, me at my gym. Um, I had to plug my, my phone in. So the angle changed. I'm sorry. Um, but you know, for like a 73 K teen, um, I, you know, I, I, he, he did very, very well, you know, uh, and then, you know, I mean, gauge, holy smokes, you know, 160 Saxon, 
uh, and he doesn't have the biggest hands. He's got, I'd say maybe even a little bit on the smaller side hands. Um, 160, you know, and it's like, and you know, for a friction, he's lift, 15, he's 15. Yeah. Like it's amazing. Yeah. I thought it was really amazing. Yeah. He was uh 13 when I first started working with him and I posted on the grip board a while ago because I wanted to know where he stood with like the two inch axle. Uh, I want to say he got 225 with me. Uh, I believe that's, that's what he got. And, you know, but he weighed like 125, 130, you know, maybe. And, and he's pretty much, you know, right, right up there. It's not a contested thing, obviously, but so he did, he did incredibly well. Um, and then, uh, you know, another, Another guy that I trained, you know, Matt, Matt uh, Beaton got uh, 160. He was pretty much blown away with everything that he got. And mm-hmm. he g- basically green lighted everything. So that was really, really good. You know, he made really smart jumps. Um, he asked a whole lot of questions. Um, you know, he did well. Um, and then. Uh, and then let's see, let's see, let's see. And, you know, and then it goes to Emmett got a, you know, uh, a 170. That was, yeah. that was awesome. Um, Tim with a 195 and, you know, Vinny with a 215 win. Yeah. And like I said, another decent margin there as well. You know, it wasn't like it you know squeaked out by five pounds or something or it, yeah. it, it came down to the wire. Now that can always, especially when it's a four attempt uh, type deal, you, yeah. you never necessarily know, you know, did that guy take a 20 pound jump and miss? And that's why there's that gap. And it was actually right. kind of close. So sometimes there can be a bigger gap on paper than what was really happening at the competition. And that's hard to know. But if we go by mm-hmm. what gets recorded and what counts, yeah, you know, that's another, uh, basically 20, 20 pound lead there for that event um, for, you know, two for two for yeah. you there, Vinny. So this point going into the third event, you have to really be kind of thinking like, okay. Right. That's you know, what happened is yeah. I realized, well, Tim's going to win the thick bar and Tim's going to win the medley. So now that I've got two, if I can just stay close behind him on the thick bar and the medley, then it comes down to whoever wins the inch pitch. Yeah. Yeah because that's going to determine who wins the comp. And yeah. that's why I thought it's possible. And Anthony actually also said to me, like, you, you might win this, you know, like depends on the inch mm-hmm. pinch. Um, what was funny though, I mean, I guess we'll get to the inch pinch later, but we didn't realize that it, like, cause at that point, Tim and I were starting to think like it was between him and me, but neither of us won the inch pinch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Yeah. Emmett um, uh, took it. And, and he's a, he's a pretty, uh, strategic, uh, competitor, you know, for sure. Um, yeah. Who won that event for the, uh, inch pinch, uh, inch uh, pinch. Sorry. Uh, Emmett. Yeah. Emma Salmon. Okay. And that was the guy that won the competition the first year. Yes. Correct. Yeah. So, he had a, okay. yeah, yeah. two and a half and he's a pretty, uh, uh, strategic competitor, you know? Um, okay. Yeah. So he did, he did awesome. But before we jump ahead to the inch pinch, we have the one hand nightmare, which would be the, uh, essentially from what I'm seeing, the one thick bar event. Yeah. That would be deemed. So yeah. You deemed thick bar. So, um, how did everybody kind of perform with that? Um, it looks like there's still some pretty big numbers here. I'm seeing several lifts over 200 pounds, um, or at 200 or above, um, here at the bottom. Uh, exactly. Yeah, most people, um, most everybody did pretty well as far as 
making all of their lifts. You know, obviously there's exceptions, you know, in every comp with everybody. Um, most people made, you know, everything pretty, pretty good on that, on that lift. Um, I'm just kind of looking at the stats here. Forgive me. Uh, and I would say there's a lot of people that, um, probably not that this is necessarily always a measure that people shoot for, but anytime you can kind of pull your body weight or close to on a single hand event, yeah, you know, thick bar generally, um, that that's pretty strong. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, if, if you weigh 200 pounds and you pull 200 on a two inch yeah. handle, that's, you know, that, 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 that's a pretty strong guy. Even if it's not the elite of the elite, well, whatever that's, that, that, that dude's strong, you know? So, um, I think seeing some of these people kind of pull around their body weight is, uh, yeah, Yeah. is good to see. Yeah. One thing that I, I saw here, Gage made a really big jump between his second and his third attempt. His second attempt was 120 and his third attempt was 150. And then his fourth Ah. attempt. Yeah. And it's like, I wish he had talked to somebody. I don't know that he did or didn't, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, cause I was sitting in the, in the judge's chair, but, um and some you know somebody may have said well hey try 125 or try 130 or something you know um and that would have given him a few extra points uh but still you know 120 pound with tiny hands and you know it was great um and uh yeah every you know there were a good amount of people that did you know somewhere around their uh you know uh, body weight and again you know for aunt adam dixon to never have been to a grip con before never touched any of the, this stuff had a you know 170 pull um yeah. you know tim bossy never touched you know any of this stuff 165 so um you know tony had a one 155 which again you know body weight thing i, I don't remember what he he is uh that's about what he weighs yeah. yeah yeah so and um you know emmett with a you know 200 pound pull um, and then, then it was down. If you want to talk, uh, Vinny, it was down to you and you and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also got 200. I tied Emmett on that. Um, and Tim got around 225. Um, yeah. I actually looked up online because I was sure that I had done this event before, but I couldn't find it on the stats on the grip sport top 100. And I, I found the old write up that I did. <laughs> for the grip miss 2000 and i looked in there and i found that we did it there and somehow it never got into the the stats hmm. and i got okay. 200 on it and that's why i knew to try it because i wasn't really thinking i don't usually get 200 on a rolling handle but it is a thinner it's a smaller thickness so i thought you know but but once i saw that i got it at grip miss two years ago or three years ago i was like oh, okay i can try that you know so i changed my my attempts based on having done it before yeah then Tim kind of bounces back here because, like you said, we have two events that he would have technically – I don't want to say dropped because Vinny was probably the favorite going in on grippers regardless. I mean, in my opinion, Vinny's very strong at grippers. Now, the Saxon could – you know, that that could have been considered an upset possibly or maybe yeah. maybe, maybe you weren't expecting such a big win there. Um, and, you know, maybe Tim, Tim had Tim beats me on three-inch – Three inch Saxon or three inch pinch, he always beats me. Mm-hmm. But on two inch, it's it could be anybody's. Just because yeah. I'm better at two than I am at three, yeah. I get a lot more on two than on three. Yeah, I don't and know then, if he does that different. Yeah, you know, his bigger hand. Yeah, and then Tim uh, putting up two twenty five for the uh, the one hand nightmare lift. Um, that's that's a big number. I mean, we ran that event at heavy hands, and 
yeah, I mean, that, that, that that's a solid lift. So then Tim kind of gets himself, you know, like Vinny mentioning, hey, you know, Tim's probably going to win this medley. He got a decent size event win here with the one hand nightmare. It's it might come down to this inch pinch, you know. It, it, you're already kind of sizing up, you know, how that how that's going to play out. Um, but uh, yeah, so Tim would have won that with a, t- a lift of two twenty five for the one hand nightmare, and then we're going into the inch pinch, which like we kind of already hit on a little bit. Mm. But Vinny and Tim would have taken second and third in that, I believe, from what I'm looking at. That's right. Um, were you guys kind of surprised that somebody else came in? Because at that point it was like Vinny, Vinny, Tim. And then it's like, oh, wait a minute. It's not well, just going to be between us. Like, Inch Pinch is a weird event, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it has very little to do with um, the weight. You know, well, I mean, it has something to do with the weight, but like the highest anybody's ever done might be 100. And certainly, you know, people don't usually get much more than 50 to 75. So, so it's not mm-hmm. like, like an axle where like oh a strong guys can lift more or something you know it, it's a very mm-hmm. kind of hand specific it's, it's just a weird event it's novelty it's novelty so um mm-hmm. anybody you, you never know what's going to happen with that and it's not always the biggest guy either you know because yeah. the amount of weight isn't something that really you need to be that strong for the weight it's more about how you hold it mm-hmm. so, so in no, that, i wasn't surprised yeah and that that win uh went to emmett salmon right that's right for that okay the only surprising thing was that he took a huge jump like he he went from something like from he was going to go from 60 to 75 and then he's yeah. like yeah i'll just go to 70 and yeah, still exactly. a 10 pound on that thing like every pound is like 20 pounds you know so yeah. the fact that he jumped 10 pounds i'm like thinking to myself almost like all right you're not going to get it but not, not because yeah. i think he wouldn't but just like that's a 10 pound yeah. jump that's huge but he did it and yeah. he got it and then he got more after that you know yeah. so yeah, those those like I, I always call them like smaller like finicky lifts or finesse type lifts, um, like key pinch or something. Th- those those are lifts. I mean, even even rolling handles. If you jump five, you know, five pounds or ten pounds, yeah. that's the difference between it coming up for a successful lift and people are like, yeah, you got more in you, and you add another five, and then it doesn't move from the floor. Exactly. Um, and then you get to an event like that where like you, just the percentage of the weight being moved is so much smaller. Yeah, I mean, fractional plates can almost pin that thing down if you're not careful. So when yes. you, you see a guy throwing 10 pounds on there, you're kind of like, ah, exactly. Okay, gamble if you want to, but, <laughs> right. you know, so that that's funny. But yeah, good, good, good that he got it. And, uh, you that know, nice, awesome. nice, nice event win for him there. And then mm-hmm. that would move us into, uh, is there any other? Um, yeah, mentions? I just think that 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 particular lift, like 65 went up so easy. 67 and a half was like, oh, it's hard, right? And 70, it was like the most precarious. I wrote this in the write-up too. The most precarious lift I ever did in my life. It went up like in slow motion and then it just touched the bar enough and I just heard you know, the, the right. tiniest little and then I immediately put it down because like the whole time I thought I might drop it. That was like yeah. the closest, barest lift that I ever made. And yeah. it was like two and a half pounds difference from what was like solid. You know? So mm-hmm. we were just talking about that. That's what that lift is like. And then um, Emmett got at least 72.5. I don't know if it was more than that, but it was at least that. Yeah. I think it was that. Mm-hmm. He had more in him. That that looked yeah. like he wasn't yeah. done. Okay. And so that was a that was a fourth attempt that he did. So he, he kind of used yeah. up his attempts, but hit all. He looked like he had more in him. Like I yeah. knew I made the top lift I could possibly make. It mm-hmm. wouldn't have mattered if I had another attempt, but, but he didn't look like he was done, except that it was his fourth attempt. Right. Okay. And then that would move us into the medley. Um, yeah. And we kind of mentioned that it had, uh, I think, 23 items total. 
earlier? Yeah, the medley was interesting. I mean, I've, I've, you know, have a bunch of stuff. So, and they, <clears throat> Vinny and um, Tim also brought some items also. So there was everything from, um, you know, Vinny brought a, basically a two hand pinch mm-hmm. uh, bar, you know, a, a lot of this was like loading pin style stuff that golden potato, which was really, mm-hmm. really, a lot of people l- liked that. Uh, the rogue anvil top. Um, I had, I think the one that Delmar made or something, but, um, I used the rogue one just cause it was heavier and harder. Um, I had a 178 uh, inch, um, and I had these three bells there. So when I worked at a They're welding cool. shop, yeah, when I worked at a welding shop, um, they was doing this heat exchanging project that these, these baffles were huge. And so all of their cutouts, the circles, were these drops. Well, my job when I first started the welding shop was to clean out, you know, underneath the the plasma table. So there were like a hundred of these drops, and I asked if I could have them, and they're like, whatever, sure. Mm-hmm. So they sat in my gym for like a couple of years or so, roughly, and uh, John from Maui basically talked me into, you know what, find somebody local to have you you know, build you, build you some, 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 uh, some bells. So again, I schmoozed and I found, uh, the local uh, Volk school and actually Christy Russell's son is one of them that helped to build these, uh, these, uh, 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 bells for me. So they have, uh, two and a half inch handles. One is 85, one is a hundred, one is 150. Exactly. So I'm like, well, this would be cool because some people will be able to live to lift some of them. Um, uh, Vinny brought some cards. It was, you know, block weights and blobs, um, you know, a couple of quarter pinch, uh, together, you know, um, stuff like, like that, a hub that Tim, Tim brought. Um, I don't have any good plates for, uh, hubbing at all. Um, uh, Tim brought a really cool, uh, David Horn moon top, which I had actually never, never, uh, never seen or touched, which was really cool. Like, like I've seen it, but not, uh, in person uh a bunch of things like like that so you know one of my boys logan was like you know papa i'm not gonna be able to get anything i'm like oh you never know man and then sure enough one of you guys uh were like oh yeah you you will you know and i think that gave him a little boost so he took his hat he turned it around bet you backwards chalked up and like went for it you know and the only thing that he got was like that basically it's a key pinch it's, it's basically cutoffs from that two and a half inch handle that I had the dumbbells made into yeah. like these little, you know, you know, eighth inch strips. Uh, I drilled a, a hole in them and yeah, that was used cool. that. yeah. And, uh, that was on like a 25 pound plate, I think. Um, so he did get, get, get that, but he tried mo- mostly everything. You know, a lot of people didn't even attempt, uh, uh, the inch bell, but, Oh, that's uh, a good reason for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so, certainly didn't bother with it. <laughs> yeah, well, and, so, and and it's a little heavier, you know. I mean that <laughs> that extra, you know, six pounds or so can. I, I don't know when you start getting to a maximal lift like that, like we just you know said a second ago, you know, five to ten pounds or so, or anything in that range can, I mean, glue something to the floor, and you're already yeah. talking about something that's like extremely uh, yeah. difficult feat. So I'm I'm guessing did. Tim lifted that and he was probably the only one. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I gotcha. really hope somebody got a video of his medley because he, you know, granted for him, a lot of it was probably pretty easy. I'm guessing, mm-hmm. um, dude, he tore through that thing like nothing. And I think he got uh, 25 or 29 seconds. One or the other. Okay. Um, yeah. So he was, he was and, moving. Uh, actually, I can tell you, tell you in a second. He got, uh, sorry, 125. Um, okay. And yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then um, Vinny, I'll turn it over to you in a second, but I do, I do want to mention about the medley. What was, what was really enjoyable for me as sort of a uh, promoter to watch is, I remember medleys were like in contests, you know, a bunch uh, years ago, and then they kind of went out of fashion. And I think they're kind of coming, you know, back in, but um, to watch them is a whole lot of fun. Um, And I can't wait till next year. If I'm healthy enough, I'll actually do it, you know, Um, but I plan on having a medley in every, every meet. It's just, it's a lot of fun for competitors to do. It's a lot of fun for others to watch and others to like encourage them, you know, um, so for me, uh, you know, the medley was a heck of a lot of fun, but, um, I would like to hear you Vinny talking about yours. Cause, uh, you did something as a part of it that again, was a lot of fun for people t- to watch, you know, and that was, that was the cards. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so, um, when I was, uh, looking, I knew that Tim would win the medley and I knew I wasn't really going to try the inch. So I just thought, let me have fun with this. I don't even think of medleys as like a good thing for me because they usually have things like thick bars and blobs and stuff. And that's not my thing. So uh, I like them. I'm just not that good at them. So, um, so I just thought, well, the one thing that I think I can do on here that would be like a little show buddy is I could probably rip the cards behind my back. Um, so I, so I did the cards behind my back and that just kind of felt good. Like yeah. being a little silly. I, I usually do one like weird, silly thing at most cops. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just like to have fun, you know? So, and, uh, and I got like, I don't know, I, I might've missed six things or something like that. I got a bunch of things, but I, I definitely missed got several things like the heavier blobs. I didn't try the inch. I couldn't get the 150 bell. I think I might've got air, but I couldn't get it. Yeah. Um, so but I did hub the plate, and I was surprised because I failed it, but then I got it later at the end of the medley. Yeah. Um, yes. So that was kind of cool because I've done that before, but you never know because every plate's different. So you right. might just not be able to get one even though you've done other ones. Right. Um, and, and you're in the middle of a competition. You're at the, in- the tail end of a competition as well. Yeah. And in yeah. doing it, you know, kind of rapid fire with everything else. And everybody smoked, you know. And the one thing I wanted mm-hmm. to do is do a sledgehammer lift. But, again, there was a lot of beginners, so mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't do a, a lever. Uh, most people couldn't do the uh, uh, radial deviation, mm-hmm. but I'm like, probably do an ulnar deviation. So I had him do that. And, and that was, you know, like 50, 50 got it or so, uh, mm-hmm. you know, gauge, gauge got it. And it's like, and okay. you know, as you know, like you have to, you know, hold on to it all, you know, all the way out at the end of the handle yeah. and to watch gauge get it. And that was at the time where I actually, had to go and get a drink of water. So Tony kind of came in and was sort of timing and judging for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, but I, I walked over as, as he was doing it and everybody started yelling cause he was really struggling with it, but it was like moving, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, he got it, you know? Um, yeah. So, you know, the, the other thing that I had, if, if maybe a lot of people aren't familiar with it, it came from the rock climbing world, but is the quad quad block. Um, okay. It's, it's cool... like, the, is it blue? Is it like a, the blue yeah. thing? It has like the real thin, it's like a, 
is it like the lattice block or something? Is that exactly. how you pronounce it? Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I, I've seen people training with that before. So yeah, that's, 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 that's really cool. And you know, and I say that because like the thing does not hold chalk at all. Yeah. It looks pretty <laughs> slick. And I see Tim trying to work it and work it and work it. And it's like, it just was, wasn't <laughs> you know, holding it. So yeah, they were um, including counting up the different blobs. There were 23 items. Okay. Um, and then, like we said, Tim had the event win there. There looks like there's some yeah. other good performances where people are pulling, you know, 17 out of 23. Most exactly. people seem to have something, you know, close to double digits, um, yeah. you know, at least getting half of the items. And it's, we're talking about a lot of first time competitors and stuff like that. Yeah. that have never even seen this stuff. So um, that's what it cool. Was that it's good. There was a lot of people that, that were like completely new. Um, and then, yeah, for me, it was, is it was as exciting watching that as like, you know, watching Vinny doing the gripper. Like when I saw the gripper, I've, I've never seen a 170 close uh, in front of me. Um, for Neither me, I. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for me, that's, I mean, that's a big, big close. So oh, yeah, that's real good. For, yeah. So it's like, you know, for me to actually watch that a foot away from, you know, my face and then, you know, with everybody, I'm like saying, good, good. With Vinny's, I, I, I don't remember exactly, but I think I might have yelled good, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, maybe that's why it, it seems so fast because I was surprised. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah. I was like, okay, all right, great. <laughs> and then the, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'll, and, and I'll... That, that would pretty much wrap up the uh, going through all the events, but that would put, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just kind of looking off the, the stats here. Um, but, would Emmett have taken third place? For Correct. That? So he he if we're talking just overall podium, no weight Correct. class, no other um divisions yeah. or anything. If we just say Correct. overall event, um that puts Emmett with a third place, that puts Tim in second place, and then Vinny would be the overall event winner. Correct. That's correct. Okay, yeah. So congrats, Vinny, on that. That's uh thank you. That's a that, that's a big win. Um, and like I said, maybe the events you maybe you felt like some of the events were a little more up your alley. Um, maybe Tim had some off, you know, had an off day. But even beating Tim on an off day, I tell people like, uh, yes, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Tim Tim is so strong at so many things that it's, yeah. any any event lineup that you can compete with Tim Butler in is a an impressive statement. So very yeah, very, very good on that. Can I just say too, like, super, you know, super nice guy. Oh, Tim, I mean, Tim's he's, awesome. Yeah, he is. He's a yeah, very like, good friend. No. He was very cool because he should not have to deal with me ever beating him at a comp. But <laughs> he was very cool about it. I don't ever expect to, and I, you know, but um, he had a bad day, and you know, he did fine and everything. But he, he did not have his best day, and I did have my best day. And they were events mm -hmm. that were good for me. I don't yeah. expect to go to comps and beat Tim, but it yeah. was very lucky, and, and it felt really good, and it was it was a very good time. Oh, it's great. Something, something kind of funny is when Tim was uh, weighing, weighing in, he was like a pound and a half over or something. And that was you know, funny. Like, yeah, you know, they're all like, "Well, go to the bathroom." So he does. He he comes back. He's still I don't know, pound over or whatever. Takes off his shoes. Takes off his socks. Uh, still, just just barely. And um, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like a to the book guy, I suppose. Yeah. So oh, yeah. he go. You know, he he goes back, goes to pee again. 20 minutes later, whatever, comes back, not quite there, takes off his shirt. Well, my my wife is standing, is sitting right <laughs> there, getting ready to, you know, uh, record the numbers. 
and she didn't really know what was happening at first. And she looks up and she, she, you know, she sees Tim. Well, he's not an awful looking guy, you know, <laughs> she doesn't know where to, where to look. And she's like, what do I do? <laughs> but he, yeah, he's he a little it. ripped. He's a little yeah. Ripped. Yeah. So he made it and I'm like, quick, get off the scale, you know, because, because you know, it started to kind of, you know, it's a digital scale. So, and I'm like, you're good. Get off. Yeah. So he made that a couple of little things that kind of stood out to me, if I may. Mm -hmm. One thing I learned, uh, put the uprights wider, you know, get a longer cross crossbar, put them okay. wider. A couple of people were kind of running into things. And that yeah. was definitely a lesson that I learned because with Tim, I'm going to tell you what, man, when he did his one hand uh, nightmare pull, I had to go back and watch that video. You know, I, I saw what I saw and it definitely made it. But man, it was like, like he bent the bar on the way down because the plates got caught on top yeah. of him. And, yeah. and uh, he was like, people, it wasn't super clear that he actually made it, you know? Yeah. Uh, he did because I was like right there and I waited and I, and I made that poor guy hold it, you know, until it was clear that that right corner of that crossbar you know, the uh, knock bar hit. And just to be sure, I went back and I looked at a video over and over and over. And I'm like mm -hmm. pausing and scrolling, pausing and scrolling. You know, he did, he did in fact make it, but that's definitely a lesson. Why widen those up, give people some room, you know, um, that was something that kind of stood out uh, to me. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, from your uh, perspective, Vinny, what do you think? Like, you know, could you, was you like to see different or just, just any thoughts in general? Um, Only the that, one thing we talked about, you know, yeah. you and I already talked about, which is that right. when you go up, you don't have to like go back down for the second attempts. Yeah. Um, so that took a little extra time and we made it anyway. So it didn't matter, right. but like you could probably shave off maybe half an hour from a comp by yeah. doing everything. Yeah. yeah. Going and, up, you know. And, and I got to say like, uh, everybody you know because i had to tear down that night they were coming in for like a halloween thing to to uh, set up for the following day but they were coming in that night like within an hour everybody helped to tear the you know that stuff down and i had to be very ginger with that with that floor <laughs> and we oh, were yeah. all the way in the back of the gym deep so you had to wheel all that stuff out and mm -hmm. you know load it up and um and uh it was a lot of work and everybody helped. And, and the, you know, the, the, the bummer is like, I just had a triple hernia surgery, so I'm not able to lift anything. And before this, I came off of like three years of three heart, you know, surgeries. So for me, it's like, you know, can I get 45 minutes where I'm not bang, banged up? Um, so yeah. I'm especially excited to get back to lifting. You know, my goal is to lift that inch that I got and, um, however long, you know, that, that, that takes, but, but for everybody to help, we made it to the restaurant to, to the minute, you know, mm -hmm. um, and the conversation after for me was some of the most, most fun, you know, just listening to everybody else's view, you know, my favorite part about any of this stuff. And I've, I've put together a lot of functions, barbecues, parties, or whatever. I've done a bunch of that, that stuff. And, my favorite part is when it's all flowing and mm -hmm. watching it all happen and everybody talking and enjoying themselves. And for me, for this comp, it was, it was after. And I got to say really quickly too, Vinny, I know you have a lot of work to do, but this was of note to me. One of my favorite parts is 
And at the end, I'm in the back of Vinny's trunk and I'm trying to get what I can get off him to, to buy, you know, uh, arm wrestling tables, some different, you know, you know, implements and things. And I see a two and a half inch crusher. Well, in the grip world, that's, that's uh, kind of a valuable thing. You know, he's not making them anymore and, you know, and everybody wants it. And well, Gage is standing here behind us and I'm like, Oh, are you willing that's to That's the 15 year old in case Zach doesn't know. Yeah. And I was like, oh, are you willing to uh, sell that? Because, like, you know, I used to have one, and like a dummy, I sold it. And Vinny's like, no. And they and he picks it. Well, he picks it up, looks at it. He's like, no. Turns around, he looks to Gage. He's like, here you go, young man. And I, 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 oh, okay. I thought, I thought that that was the coolest thing. And I, and I do, I know Gage knows how special that was. Not just because of the handle, but just just the gesture itself. Yeah. Uh, Vinny being, you know, the, the, you know, the overall winner traveling, you know, all, you know, all, all that stuff. It wasn't lost on gauge how special that gesture was. So to me, it's things like that, that not only get people in the sport, but keep them in and not that you've got to give stuff away. That's not, not the point of it, mm-hmm. but just the goodwill gesture. It's like, Hey man, I know that you will use this. I know that you will appreciate it. And I know that you will go somewhere with it. You know, I even told them, like, if you decide you don't really want to do this, just make sure you give it to somebody who wants it. Yeah. Because you don't Mm -hmm. want that to just disappear in somebody's garage because it doesn't get used. You know, so I said, you know, you use it. But if you don't, then you give it to someone you think wants to use it. Exactly. Yeah. And and I I especially love that because, like, I've been I've been giving away stuff uh, for years. And the point of saying that is people have given so much to me. So, so many things, you know, uh, power rack. I mean, it goes, you know, it goes on and on and on and on and on. Uh, and I love the saying, you know, you can't keep what you have unless you give it away. So I, I do love Jed's thing, you know, tell everybody about it. Mm-hmm. So with, um, that kind of, I guess, wrapping up most of the event, um, how was, the, how was the, uh, after dinner, the, uh, the restaurant, how was the food? It was good. Pretty good stuff. It was good. Yeah, I'm I'm always a snob about food because I'm in New York and everything's supposed to be good here. But um <laughs> I I didn't think that was like okay for Maine, you know, like that was just good. Yeah. 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 It was good. And you had uh you had most of the people that were there all kind of go as a group as well. Yep. So everybody kind of, you know, helped clean up as one and then also went on to kind of hang out. I, I don't know if you yeah. say after party, but yeah, whatever exactly. you want to say, you know. I think it was um, a good and- bunch of it was most of most of the people, right? I, I don't know if it was everybody, yeah. but it was a lot right. of people. And yeah, we stayed a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah Christy, that's, that, that's cool. Yeah. Christy Russell works there. So she kind of coordinated to help to make, make, you know, all, all that happen. But I do want to give a little, little shout out because uh, I've been training her for seven years now or so. And, you know, she's legitimately strong in her own right. You know, a 315 pole. Uh, she had a 300 pound squat, you know, at, uh, one, at one time um has done very very well she pushed me um she's like make it about the competitors first because i can get lost in the you know you know details of it mm-hmm. making sure whatever and she's like no if you were going in what would you want to see and she kind of kept uh pushing that and and encouraging me and sort of keeping me focused so i'm very very grateful for that because again i can get lost and it's like i think i need to do every single thing right and i and i really don't um just give somebody the best of what i have and the rest will you know kind of kind of you know work itself self out so 
Yeah, so definitely a huge uh, thank you to her for putting up with me. <laughs> okay, and then with this being kind of, uh, I mean, going from the first one to this being the second one, you've almost kind of doubled the uh, amount of competitors. You kind of you know, probably expanded to like a bigger event list or bigger uh, selection, some more tools. You, you know, the gym's probably grown since then. Uh, since yep. then. Um, I'm assuming we're going to see a third part you know, uh, a, a third version of this um, next year, right? I mean, the, the goal yeah. would be to probably continue it and it'd be an annual competition that you're going to continue? Absolutely. And one of the things that I want to do is I want to talk with different people, you know, yourself, uh, a few other guys and find out. There's never going to be a perfect time, but it's like find out mm -hmm. when does it make sense to put it? Because I was like a week before King, King Kong, you know? So, yeah. I, all right. Yeah, it's nice for people to come up to Maine in the fall. Uh, but where does it make sense to actually place it? So that was the other thing that I'm going to, you know, we'll mm -hmm. chat later about, you know, about that, but uh, absolutely um, a, a, a every year. Okay. Yeah. So that's something that uh, I, I think, like I said, I just really wanted to get the whole, I guess, uh, scope of the event from, you know, having, uh, you know, teens participating, uh, masters lifters there, um, variety of people, you know, from the community, people out of state making the travel, um, just like the the grip community in general, kind of helping, you know, helping you out behind the scenes. You're talking to different yeah. people. You're putting time in the trophies, the yeah. things for the competitors. I, I just wanted to really kind of highlight this event to let people know that because, I mean, it's really, I mean, me and Ben kind of hosted our technical like first comp not like a multi-venue thing, but like our own competition like that, you know, like a single yeah. event or single venue. Um, so, I mean, I kind of, I kind of had to go through that first time promoter thing, you know, being the, the guy that is trying to yeah. set stuff up and make it run right, you know, this year. So um, very happy for you to have that thing run smooth and to hear all, all the, you know, praise from guys that have been in the game for a long time. Um, I know I've, we're talking to Vinny right now, but I mean, I spoke to Tim as well and uh I think he definitely liked the trip, you know, and everything. Yeah. So I, I think that, uh, I don't know, you know, just con congrats to you for pulling that off and congrats to you, Vinny, yeah. for winning the competition. Yeah. Um, and, Thanks uh, for doing that comp. That was a really well done comp and oh, it was man. worth all of the driving and it was a lot uh, of driving. Thanks. Then, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, once you get up to, you know, the in, into Maine a bit, it's just a whole lot of trees, you mm -hmm. know, so, <laughs> I do want to finish up really, really okay. quickly. I got to thank uh, Lucas. Like I gave him no notice to make those, those, uh, you know, hub uh, trophies every single time. And I, and I, I'm not saying anything that everybody doesn't, doesn't know, but every single time I deal with him, message, phone products, whatever, like the guy is amazing. Like, Oh yeah. He, yeah. I, we could all kind of go on and on, but a huge thank you to, you know, Lucas. Yeah, Luke, every every time I've ever had to deal with Luke, I mean, it's I don't know, I mean, I've had to lift against him multiple times. I've bought I mean, uh probably a half garage full of stuff from, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just yeah, I mean, Luke Luke's always been uh Luke's yeah. always been super cool. Like I said, and that's just somebody that was in the sport before me as well. So, you know, having somebody that's been there before you but also, you know, supplying equipment, you know, at this stage, it's like uh so it's yeah. it's always good when you have um 
good customer service. Like, Hey, I can reach out to this guy. He's going to respond. Hey, if the, you know, he, he's going to make sure that things are done correctly. It's not like some uh, giant machine where you send them an email and maybe a month later they get back to you and whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very personable and it's uh, yeah. Luke's Luke's great guy and great business. And like I said, uh, we have a discount code here on the grip show for that show. I don't bring it up all the time. I don't like to badger people with, I guess, mm-hmm. ads or other things like that, but yeah, anytime you get anything from Arm Assassin Strength Shop from Luke mm-hmm. would be uh, just the Grip Show as the coupon code. It's five percent off. Like I said, it's not the the biggest discount, but it's awesome. something. You know, it, depending on your order, you know, a couple hundred bucks. You know, because sometimes people can get carried away with uh, equipment. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, if that order is bigger, that 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 five percent might matter. Or like I said, you at least could knock some shipping down or something like that. So if anybody maybe wasn't aware, um. Yeah, the discount code for Arm Assassin is just the Grip Show, and you can get five percent off whatever order. Um, but yeah, just just figured that'd be worth mentioning since we're talking about Luke again, you know, in a yeah. business standpoint. But uh, but yeah, do you guys have anything else you'd like to add? I think that pretty much covers it on my end, man. I've had I've had a blast kind of hearing about it. I wasn't even there, and it kind of makes me wish that I went. You know, <laughs> like I, I wish I, I would have been there for it. I do want to say thank you, like you know. <laughs> You, uh, you know, you are um, in a very positive, big way, helping this sport to to grow. And the, and the fact that, you know, and there's multiple people, but it's like, man, from the very first time that you and I talked, like you have no problem with, with being willing to talk and help and uh, guide and just talk shop. Um, every single time I've, you know, reached out, you've mm-hmm. always been willing to help. So. Uh, it makes it makes it more enticing for me to want to stay in this sport when there's people like you, you know, there's people like Vinny, like we communicated a bunch. Um, so it it makes it that much more appealing to want to stay into this sport and compete specifically. Like I can do whatever I want to in my own gym, mm-hmm. but to go out and travel, spend my money, go to a comp Vinny to spend his money. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, it was your money. Yeah. Because I still you know. do enough stuff to pay for my trip. <laughs> ah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Good point. Um, but you know, thank you, Zach. Oh yeah, no, like I said, no problem. And I'm, I'm usually pretty easy to get a hold of for anybody. I mean, yeah, I mean, and, and that is part of doing the show. I, I want athletes and people to you know see their name being called out, see their performances kind of highlighted, and uh, just see people get more familiar with each other. You know, oh, I've heard that name a couple of times. Oh, man, that guy seems to do good at these events. You know, the the more everybody kind of gets connected and starts knowing, you know, who's doing what or they start, you know, if, if you put a map in your head, you can say, oh, well, you know, we got Ronnie in Maine and, you know, Vinny's in New York and Tim's in New Jersey. Next thing you know, you start kind of pinpointing different things on the map and you kind of know where everybody's from. And it, I yeah. think it just kind of helps um, the community in general get a better sense of, you know who's doing what, where people are at. And I think it kind of connects people a little bit. So that's just, mm. you know, one of the aspects I'm trying to kind of accomplish with, uh, I guess mm. some of these recaps and things like that. So I super happy and thankful for anybody that's, uh, taking their time to tune in and listen to me ramble sometimes, because, uh, like I said, it's, I'm, I'm not some like natural broadcaster or anything like that. So this is just somebody that's passionate about grip and trying to, uh, you know, be informative and put stuff out there that people hopefully can learn from and stuff that kind of brings us, brings us all together, you know? So um, thanks thanks for that. Um, So 
you guys good on that? You think that was yep. a pr- pretty good rundown? Yeah, um, thank you for doing the show, and thank you for uh, giving us the little spotlight this time. It's nice to have your 15 minutes. You know. Oh, yeah. no, man, absolutely. Yep. You guys, uh, yeah, like I said, just I had been seeing the same thing you did. The, the build-up to the competition, had been in touch about, you know, these trophies, hey, this is what this is looking like. And then you see the write-up, and I'm like, man, you know, I, I, I have to cover this one, even if I wasn't there. And that's what I told people before <laughs> when I started the recaps. You know, it's like, I'm not only just going to recap, events that i'm at you know oh i was at this one so that's the one i'm covering yeah I, i'm totally open if if there are good solid competitions being held i i want to give them the spotlight and the attention and i don't have to be there for it you know i can't i can't be you know all over the country at every single one of these things and it you know who, whoever happens to win or be hosting or doing whatever it's like i i want to give them the floor and give them the credit they deserve so uh yeah like i said i, th- I think the recaps and stuff like that'll keep rolling in and as some of these competitions kind of become staples throughout the years, like I, I we intend on making heavy hands annual. If you yeah. annually host that, if we can kind of get some of these things, you know, the, the, there's a, some other guys in North Carolina down here that, you know, like the AGP, we, I had a recap with uh, Jason Otto and, yep. you know, that's something that they do. And, you know, there's always going to be a national. So there, there's, we can kind of frame our, uh, we can kind of frame our calendars, you know, Hey, maybe I can't make that one, but I can make this one. You know, I, it just keeps everybody kind of connected and, on on the same calendar a little bit so um i thank you guys for taking the time and uh, congrats on a a killer performance Vinny. and thank you very much great job uh great job ronnie for uh bringing the people together and making it all happen so uh i wish you guys the best in both uh you know future training and future grip goals and stuff like that and well i'm sure we'll cross paths here at some point at some competition or uh absolutely yeah so thank you guys like i said we'll go ahead and uh just kind of wrap things up with that. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Vinny.